welcome to the Armchair Strategist, where we meet around the coffee maker every morning and turn anything and everything into a business conversation. Here are the Armchair Strategists, Dr. Kent and Randy. Uh, Goo, no, he's, he's got a, um, what is that, Randy? This I'm over here. We're over here. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, um, this is this is. Let me take this off. Oh, isn't it isn't it funny that uh, artificial reality can block actual reality? That's amazing. This is this is an actual reality. This is two dimensional theoretically, actually. Yes, yeah, so. so virtual reality, and you, you just take your cell phone, you put it inside here, just open it up, put it inside. And I was actually not underwater. I was actually flying Star Wars fighter plane through the the maze. So, you know. You, you just move uh, your head around? You don't have to do anything yeah. else? Uh, it's pretty exciting because, you know, well, this actually, I don't even know where I got it from, to be honest. But it's kind of fun, but you can't see anything except what you're looking at. So you're totally absorbed in this virtual reality that doesn't actually exist but isn't that what we're doing right now it's well, more two-dimensional virtual I can, I can see you and i can hear you but, but i can also I, see what's around my room but what if i'm actually just artificial intelligence talking to you i recorded this yesterday i, I would suggest if you're artificial intelligence talking to me oh, you'll probably make more sense than you are right now <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sense, how does artificial reality have to do with business? You know, it's it's a big question. It's deep, really deep. So let's <laughs> let's go deep for a minute. Deep as um, the oceans. Artificial reality is what most people see instead of the factual reality of their business. Most people in business see their business operating the way they wish it was instead of accepting the reality of how bad it is going and doing something about it. So nobody likes to nobody likes to look at themselves and say, I'm a lousy businessman, my business is failing. So they will avoid looking at the numbers, as an example, because the numbers are going to tell them what's really going on. So I don't know about the numbers. I just look at my bank statement. Uh, number one sign that a business is failing. So I, other I, things I like you can to, look at. So you can look at the numbers. You can look at the customer happiness factor. You can look at all kinds of different sort of metrics. Right? It's about the data. Yeah, it's all. It's all about the data. It's all about that four little words starting with F, being fact, not <laughs> imagination. So. We, we've grown up in a we're, – we're living in a society where not only is it okay to fail, but it's not okay to be struggling. So it's the weirdest conundrum. So everybody goes through life telling their friends and their family that their business is going really, really well. They don't like to be honest about what is happening in their business and they start believing their own BS. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. They start they start believing what they're telling everybody else. And when you go down that path, you're living in a virtual you 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 know, 
it's like having one of these things on. You can't see what's going on around you because you're, you're focused only on what you're telling other people. So virtual reality bears no resemblance to reality at all. Indeed, it serves to block out any sense of reality, any sense of, of truth. What's interesting about that in the expert industry is all of those programs out there that say this is the reality and they, they squeeze you in and they kind of, you start un- believing, you know, drinking their Kool-Aid and saying, oh, that must be it. That must be, it. I, I got to sell products on Amazon and I'm going to make tons and tons of money or I'm, I'm going to do this, this certain scheme or that certain scheme or I'm going to use these emails and these templates and that's going to work. And you're so pulled into that it is it's like having that virtual reality uh, right view on if, yeah. if i only built the right sales funnel mm-hmm. if i only wrote a blog every week if if i only did this if i only did that if I only published the book right oh, it's, the book that's the big one yeah if i only publish my book if people could only hear hear my magical ideas then it would work then everything would 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 work but you know what, Kent? Nobody cares about your magical ideas. Do you know what people care about? They only care about whether you can help solve their problem. And they only cynical care about but, how Cynical but true. Yeah, I think it's true. I mean, we all, well, because we all, it's, it's the, the concept of virtual reality again. We all live in our own journey. Like I see my hands right here. I'm, I'm in a, <laughs> I'm the hero of this journey, right? Right. It's the only view I've got. And so if, if, I, if I want to, um, well, I did it a little while back ago. Um, I bought a new laptop. I didn't really care what brand it was. I didn't really care what anybody online said about it. I didn't really care about any of that. All I cared about was how quickly can I get it and will it do the job that I need it to do? Will it help my life? Right. So I ended up buying one that got here quickly and did everything I needed it to do. So all of the marketing telling me about all the features, I don't care about features, I care about benefits. Features, you know, so what if it has a, a black carbon top on it? What, who cares? It's, what does it do for me? So, so do you have a pink laptop? No, I've, I've got a black one. Which <laughs> it does happen to have... <laughs> does have to have a carbon fiber <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't necessarily have to be bulletproof or or um that kind of thing necessarily. no not not unless i'm planning to go into a a war country <laughs> right, right i might right, want right. a bulletproof one right right um in which case if it was bulletproof that would be a benefit that i would be a key like. benefit yeah so, yeah because i could protect myself with it maybe whatever so a lot of how did we get there protecting yourself with your... Well, somehow I'm in a war-torn country. (laughs) Holding up your laptop like a shield. As long as they shoot the laptop, I'll be fine. (laughs) That's fine. That was a a diverse, weird place. Um, That's what we specialize in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were talking about benefits, benefits versus features. So for... For our listeners who don't know the difference between a benefit and a feature, a feature could be that 
it loads, the laptop loads quickly, starts up quickly. That could be a feature, right? right? The benefit is that I get to get to drink less coffee because I don't have to wait and go and make a cup of coffee while I'm waiting for it to load. So, <laughs> or, the, or the benefit could be that I, I get to get my work done quicker because the laptops come up faster. And your, your laptop lasts longer because you don't pound the keys getting really angry at the yeah, machine. And, and yeah, and my blood pressure, there's health <laughs> Blood pressure doesn't go up because I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Right. So businesses need to understand that a feature is not what their customer wants. Their customer doesn't want a feature unless that feature can be converted into a benefit. So think about, I don't know, red knobs on your cooktop. Red knobs on your cooktop is considered to be one of the signs of an expensive cooktop, you know? So red knobs? Red knobs on your cooktop. Now, the knob works exactly the same way as a black knob or a silver knob, but it's red. And that's portrayed as a feature but the reality is that the red knob is a benefit because there's status associated with it. Okay? I see. That's a benefit. You yeah. have a red top on your cooktop, red knob on your cooktop. It's a benefit because... <laughs> you have a red top on your cook knob. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, it's, it's a benefit because there's status associated with it. Now, yeah. how that's a whole branding exercise that got you to that place, but it's not really a feature. It's a benefit. Yeah, who cares? It still works the same way. Um, yeah, so how, the real, how did we get here? <laughs> so the, the oh, real in the expert industry, people are selling. Yeah. People are selling what they want to sell, not selling what their clients want to buy. Yeah, and that's the real reality. The virtual reality is that, man, I've got this great software that's going to work great for you. I wrote a book that you're going to love to read. Yeah. Uh, will you buy it for twenty bucks? You know. Whereas the reality, the real reality is, is this the book that they want to read? Because if it is, when you say, hey, I've got a book on exactly what you need, what, what you love, then the person will buy it, right? I can show you how to solve that big problem in your life, and it's only going to take a couple of days. Yeah. And so for 20 bucks, I can solve it in a couple of days. Do you want to buy my book? Hell yeah, I do. Right. Or it turns out it's it's very similar to if you're looking for a product. It's like you want to have red knobs on your stove. Okay, we got red knobs for you. <laughs> in, in the same way, imagine your book fitting into that equation. Is this the kind of thing that people say, that's exactly what I was looking for. It's exactly what I was hoping for. And you wrote your book, and, and think about that. You wrote your book about, I don't know, um, some experience you had and it's a memoir and everything else, that's not going to fit that equation. And that's, you know, it's great to write memoirs. You should do it. Have your journal your like write to- a memoir. It's great. What's that? Your mom would like to read it. It's exactly. I always say, and, and honestly, giving a copy to your mom is, is a great thing or to yeah. your spouse or friend, but yeah, uh-huh. that's a legacy piece. So back to virtual reality and your weird device there. Yeah. I think what's the simple takeaway is kind of cool, which is, the thing obfuscates reality while it gives you a kind of a neat virtual reality. Yeah, it give, well, I can't see anything except what's on the screen now, but it gives you a unique view of the world that may not truly exist. Right. And if, and if, an, if, uh, if an alien happens to pass by outside your window right now, you wouldn't see it because uh, 
you were looking at that sort of yeah. fake reality. And so, so, wow. So now think about, think about your normal cell phone. You think about all these people that live in their cell phones, walking down the street, texting to somebody about lunch they just had that was just a burger, maybe sending a photo of it, and they're missing everything that's going on around them. So yeah. virtual reality comes in multiple forms. It doesn't have to be something like this. And if we apply that same concept to business, the ability to not see reality comes in many, many forms. It's disguised very cleverly. Shiny objects, they're Shiny. all over the place. And one of the biggest shiny objects is thinking you know best when you should be listening to, to what people really want from you. Yeah. So nobody wants to buy what you want to sell. They want to buy what they need. That's right. Well, friends, keep your eyes peeled for the aliens outside the window. Watch out for shiny objects because <laughs> they come flying at you every day. And you can come find us anytime uh, if you need some help getting rescued. I'm at talktokent.com. And if you need a dose of reality, talk to randybaker.com. Take care, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to Armchair Strategists. We'll circle back with you soon.